0: Welcome to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I am your host, your ultimate one, coming to you live in New York City on this Thanksgiving day uh, morning. Um, I have not started cooking yet, but I will soon, but I needed to get first this AEW Dynamite review uh, first for you guys. Um, Last night's show was, I don't know, there was something missing, it wasn't. As good as it's been the last couple of weeks, um there were matches there that I felt like they shouldn't have been in there at all um I don't know. it was just like something was missing. The main event was great. It had me really um invested in it. I mean, there was some very close three uh, two counts and three counts that Scorpio did on Jericho, but overall, I mean it was just stuff that I said to myself um what is was it what is it missing i mean I, I don't understand i mean the show started off with uh of course Chris Jericho coming out there were uh dinosaur clowns they had a band playing as soon as the show started that this was the chris Jericho thanksgiving thank you that he was going to um, to receive from the higher ups from the aew and of course the master of ceremony believe it or not guys it was No other than Soul Train Jones. A lot of you guys don't know who the hell Soul Train Jones. Well, he was Vincent as part of the NWO back then. But he is well known as Virgil. Ted DiBiase's little lackey back in the 80s. Um, He came out uh, as the master uh, of ceremonies. um, And he looked like he didn't know he was mumbling. He looked like he was drunk already. Um, I just feel bad the way he looks now. He looks... I don't know. It looks like he's gone through a lot in life. Um, So, But it it was nice to see him at AEW um, doing this little uh, gig with Jericho. Of course, Jericho was introduced. Um, He um, shared champagne with Virgil. Um, He mentioned uh, a little bit of the bubbly.com. I heard he has his own um, wine, champagne, whatever it is. And that website crashed last night. As soon as he mentioned and plugged that uh, website, that website crashed. So, he must have sold more champagne than any company in the world right now. Because this is Chris Jericho we're talking about. Then the whole inner circle came out. The most funny part of the segment was Santana Ortiz. Me, as a Puerto Rican uh, podcaster... uh, and knowing what Boricua means and all that. But I saw the Santana Ortiz come out with a what they call a Boricua basket. And that basket had sasongoya Goya, Café Bustelo, Vicks. At one point, he told uh, Jericho, Vicks, this would clear everything out. Which is so true because we, us Puerto Ricans, use that Vicks for everything. For headaches, heart attacks, whatever you name it. We use Vicks. And then um, they pull out the sandals. And this Santana said these are deadly weapons we know we that we used against us when we get little and it's funny because it reminds me of my heritage of what you know as a Puerto Rican podcaster that what the uh Centeno brought out was the funniest thing and they made um Jericho honorary Puerto and it was just the funny and then um uh then the big box in the ring it turned out that, um, you know, at one point they were, like, asking who was the big boss for. There's a, a surprise. Uh, Jim Ross said it may be Adulo the Butcher, which I found hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't put it past uh, wrestling, but back in the days, Adula the Butcher was hiding in a box. Um, I don't recall what event it was, but he was hiding in a box. And it turned out it was turned Irvine, which is a former New York Ranger hockey player, Hall of Famer, which is Chris Jericho's dad. Um, he said, oh... He thought he was in New York uh, Irvine uh, then received see uh, the uh, bulls they started saying let's go Blackhawks the tenant let the Rangers suck and it's funny because the New York Rangers were playing last night but it wasn't against Chicago uh, Blackhawks they were going against uh, Hurricanes the Carolina Hurricanes but it was funny the Rangers were getting a bull in Chicago and they were playing Chicago but uh, then uh, Ted Irvine pulled out um, some hockey jersey with uh, the names of the guys in the back. Before that, um, uh, Chris Jericho said, uh, oh, where's the big hurt? He was referring to Frank Thomas, but it really was Jake Hager who was coming out with a GOAT. Um, And for you guys who don't know what a GOAT is, in internet world was the greatest of all time. They called the GOAT Chris Jericho, which it was hilarious. And at the end of this whole segment, it turned out that um, they started bullying Justin Roberts, the announcer, when uh, Jericho asked him to read the uh, the letter. They was, uh give it to him because he didn't want to read it. I mean, you don't have to read it. So uh, Justin Roberts said that he was from the area, Chicago, Buffalo High School. Um, Jericho said Buffalo High School sucks. And after he read the letter, they beat up Justin Roberts and it kind of bullied him around, took his jacket off. scu came for the save who they were already dressed up as part of the band and that was the segment it was the setup for the for the main event for the night for the night so that was a good segment and it started off nice and then it just everything went downhill there I, i don't know from from that to the middle point of the of the uh the show but anyway we'll be right back if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain and we're back so the show like i said started off with the um with the uh jericho thank you um ceremonies but the first match of the night was best friend versus lucha bros uh best friend i think was number three lucha bros are ranked number one uh as soon as the best friends came out with Irish Cassidy, who was dressed up as a turkey uh lucha brothers and came out and attacked the best friends um so uh Best friend trying to turn it around uh, at one point. We saw Orris Cassidy jumping off the top row with a body press on the LA brothers uh, Lucha brothers and then um, But it was like the lucha bros were pretty much dominating most of the match and were super kicks that took control of the match uh, Throughout the most of the match, but then the best friend trying to make a combat, but you know Pentagon hit a um, I think it was Trent. He hit him with the Canadian Destroyer or the Messingham Destroyer. Whatever you want to call it on Trent. Always uh, Cassidy tried to distract the Lucha Bros throughout the match. But at the end, uh, Best Friend defeated Lucha Bros. Which shocked me because I was like, I'll say one, two, and, and I was like, okay, he's going to get out. I thought Phoenix was going to get out. He didn't. He got pinned. Which threw me off because uh, Best Friend hasn't won a taxi match. I think they probably won a six-man tag, but, they, but tag, as a tag team, they have not won a match. And it was good to see them win a match. I mean, if they, they, they had won, it may in an AEW dark. I have not seen it. But this is the, for me, it was the first time i seen them win. But to them beat the number one contender, Lucha Bros. Last week, Santana Ortiz lost, and they were number two. Um, so it's a lot of crazy things going on and, um and. um AEW right now, and that's why in the way when I saw this I'm like this is a very weird night already Best friend being lucha bros. So that kind of threw me off and I was like wow Then they had the woman's match which was B Priestley and Emmy Sakawa versus Kawashita and Chris Stan, Stan, Stan Chris Stanlander I saw her wrestle various time in House of Glory. The girl has has good wrestling skills. She's built has everything and she Pretty much showed it tonight. Uh, B. Priestley and, um, B. Priestley and, um, uh, Sakara, uh, Sakara attacked the Sheeta and Stanlander. But Chris Stanley started showing her skills, started doing all these things. Uh, Sheeta, um, of course, hitting her strikes with the knee strike. Um, but B. Priestley took control of the match. And then Sakara and Priestley, uh, pretty much was, like, uh taking control of Stan Lander, uh, but Stan Lander still showing her skills and she did a face buster uh, and a minutiae good driver for kind on Emmy, but Emmy found a way to cheat and she used the microphone to hit um, Stan Lander and she ended up pinning her. Um, pretty much um, Chris Stan Lander's first loss, but if the AEW does not sign this woman, they'll be a fool. This woman has in made is good. So, uh, it's a good move to do it. Um, also, um, then they had the John Mosley promo. Now, the John Mosley promo, he pretty much was giving out a challenge. And as you saw last night, he pretty much saying, I'm coming for you. So, it looks like John Mosley is going after Chris Jericho for the AEW title. Which is pretty good because, I mean... Now the rankings is going crazy. I mean, you thought Kenny Omega was going to be like the top three Omega right now. It's still going through his journey to trying to get back to it because he lost he lost to Pac. He lost to Moxley. I mean, he's coming back like trying to get his matches, wins back little by little. So, you know, that, that. But John Moxley has not lost a match in AEW. He got, he had a, uh, I think, a draw. Match with Pac, and that's the only Poli's blemish in his record. But who knows? We'll see. But that's pretty much is a setup for him and Jericho. This is going to be great when these two guys get on the mic because I cannot wait when he mentions Jericho mention, mentions Mitch the Plant that used to be in WWE. We'll be right back. And the next uh, segment was Cody versus Matt Nick's. I don't know who this man, Nix, is. It looked like he was a jobber. Cody, pretty much, um, they started grappling before that. He shook his hand. Very good sportsmanship, I mean. Uh, But it started off, Jericho, I mean, Jericho, I'm sorry. Cody started doing his wrestling, grappling, and all that stuff. And at one point, uh, Matt pushed Cody to the corner and he decided, looked at straight to Cody's ribs because they were taped up with the uh, weight belt and kicked him right in the, in the abdomen, abdomen area, the ribs. Just say just say the ribs, Henry. Just say the ribs. So uh, uh, so he kicked him in the ribs, but then Cody came back and pretty much uh, hit him with that drop punch to the chin, and then he just submitted this guy on a figure four leg line. This is the first time I see Cody use that figure four leg line as a submission. Usually he used the cross crossroads. Maybe he's still hurt. Maybe he's not at 100%. And he felt that he couldn't do the the crossroads because that's impact to the body. I think he's still uh, recuperating from the uh, the sternum and the ribs separating from the sternum. He's still. But then he called out MJF. And out of nowhere, as he's speaking, I noticed that in the ring there was a square cut. And I'm like, who the hell is coming through there? All of a sudden, somebody comes out with a black mask. Um, he called himself the Blaine. And then. Another guy came out called The Butcher, and between both of them, they attacked Cody Rose. And after they did what they did, all of a sudden, they pulled out a blonde female, and it turned out to be Allie. Allie now is known as The Bunny. Allie was attacked a couple of weeks ago um, by uh, Awesome Khan, and hey head got chopped up. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know much of this The Butcher and The Blade. I have to do more um, uh, follow-up. To Find out uh, who are these people? I know one of the guys uh, is Ali's husband I think he was a lead guitarist for for some group, whatever So I'm not familiar with them, but they look like big guys I just don't understand if th- these guys are gonna be part or maybe MJF's group because it's a, a roadblock from for Cody to get to MJF um, So I, I don't know what's that gonna lead to but who knows I mean all I know is that uh, the blade and the butcher on AEW they look like big guys and I mean more tag team That's great. I'm still waiting for Marty Scurll to show up at AEW um, And may most likely it'll happen in the beginning of the year So we'll see because at first I thought that he may show up in one of the segments in December But he's showing up at final battle. So Marty Scurll is not coming to AEW now He'll probably show up at the beginning of the year. Who knows? Then we have the Pac versus Kenny Omega. Omega was very aggressive from the start. He hit uh, Pac with the uh, Dragon Suplex, not once but twice, and they were vicious. Um, these two guys went back at it like I'm talking about, like they did back in all and all out. Um, but uh, at the end, um, Omega tries to hit. Um, he tried to hit Pac with the One Wing Angel, but he couldn't, and. Um, Pac tried to hit the black arrow, he missed, and that's what Omega took advantage of it. He did a a roll up, and he ended up pinning Pac with a crucifix, because he tried to uh, pin Pac with the crucifix first. Pac went and reversed it, Omega reversed it right back and pinned Pac, so this is the first clean, well, not the clean loss, Uh, he he lost to page, and now he goes and um, he loses to Omega, so I don't know what they're doing with Pac, I mean there's a lot of things going on that I don't know don't make no sense. I mean I I don't know what's going on there. So I don't know this show was going like from from bad to like stale and I was like what is going on? Why is this show going so stale? And it was very it was, I started thinking of a lot of stuff which I'm going to tell you what I thought right after that Park and Omega match. We'll be right back. And we're back. Then the next match was the Hangman Page versus MJF for the Diamond Dustin Diamond Ring. Um, this match could have been better. Hangman Page attacked MJF right away when MJF tried to shake his hand. Hangman Page was very being very aggressive. Um, and He took control of the match, uh, but then you know um, Warlow, who was outside second seconding uh, MJF, distracted Hangman Page. Hangman Page got caught. Uh, in the ropes by uh, MJF, and he started taking control. He started attacking his left arm during the match. Um, even though um, and, um, Hagman Page used a, a vicious lariat, and during the match, they hit MJF for the two count. He hit the buckshot lariat, uh, but then Warlow went and put MJF's um, feet on the ropes. And as uh, I think that referee is attending to, MJF, Hangman Pace stuck his head out between the ropes and Warlord hit him with a right hand to knock um, um, Hangman Pace down. Uh, so, you know, and MJF went and tried to do a, a, a crossroad, but it was a horrible cross crossroad. So they call it a double crossroad. Uh, I, I mean, even uh, JR tried to, I don't know, justify it. I think it was a horrible move. Little um page landing messed up. Um so again, Adam Page loses again. So where is this gonna lead? Adam Page has been losing a lot of matches lately. Is he gonna turn heel? Is he gonna be because he left the elite? So we don't know where it's gonna go. We don't know what is his um I don't know. I mean I have no words right now. If I'm I'm like lost for words because I don't know where they're taking um hangman page with this. I mean at first Back in, before All Out, I thought they were going to give him the belt. But then again, I thought about it. It was like MJ, uh, not MJF, Chris Jericho is the face of the company with a name. So, okay, so he lost. But I figured, well, you know, you put Hangman Page with some other matches. He'll beat Pac. He'll be dominant. And then maybe he'll have a one-on-one encounter with Moxley, you know, with those type of guys. But, no, he's been losing. He lost to Park. He lost to... Uh, then he lost Park twice. He lost to Jericho. You know, so he's been losing a lot, and now he loses to MJF. So he's won Battle Royals. I'll tell you that much. He's been two uh, he won two battle royals. And but I don't know where they're gonna take him. But then after the match, uh, DDP comes out to the channel of DDP um bang and all that stuff. He goes and presents the uh, the ring. Um he presents the ring to uh MJF. Um, and he said um, I'm gonna leave you I could be the better man He went to shake MJ's hand MJ took the gum and put the the uh, gum in his um, hand and closed his fist um, and He went back and forth and then warlord got him um DDP phase and DDP said, it would be not cool if a 63 year old man will beat the crap out of you in Chicago or kick your ass all over Chicago and it started shuffling, referees, officials came in the ring. And, you know, it was just another scuffle. But uh, I don't know that, and, it, and the AEW ring was not, it, it looked horrible. I saw the ring on 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 Twitter, and Tony Khan cre- created that ring. That ring looks horrible. it looks cheap. It, it says $45,000 ring, it does not look glamorous, it doesn't look anything, I don't know what they're going to do with this ring, is MJ going to defend this ring, up throughout the, um, throughout this uh, year, because I know it's an annual thing now, we don't know, we don't know what where it's going to go with this, but, I don't know, it, it was just like I said, it was that the whole night was weird, AEW was not presenting a good show th- tonight, and it was it had me bugging out because I was like, wow, they're not doing that. Is it because of the night before Thanksgiving, a lot of these guys are just going to give you a show, just fell a hell of it. Remember, they came back to Chicago. That's where they were at when they did the All Out. So, you know, they did a show there. Uh, it was the third show AEW has done there. Since so it's All In, All Out, and now the last night. But last night was like one of the, uh, not one of the best shows. I, I, I tell you that right now, but. I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna take it. But then they did the Dark Order promo again. I'm not crazy about these promos with Dark Order. I mean, they should have done this in the beginning when they first brought them out. Before they came out, on I think it was a double or nothing. But we'll be right back after this. Then we're back here, guys, and now the next match is Scorpio Sky versus Jericho. Uh, you know, Scorpio came out, I mean, full speed. He came in with a some drop click, close line, outside on Jericho. Uh he hit Jericho with a right boot. Uh Scorpio was taking advantage of the match. Uh, you know. But then um Jericho being the crafty veteran he is, he, he did an off the rope jockey, knocking Scorpio outside. Jericho started being Scorpio outside the ring. And then Jericho just started being um Scorpio inside the ring, punching him in the head. Um you know Sc- Scorpio stopped um he stopped Jericho for uh, trying to suplex him, um, and you know, and and then they made the then they showed the Young Bucks and Dustin Rose versus uh, Inner Circle. I forgot to tell you guys, and I, I went ahead of myself. Dustin came out earlier, during before the the Scorpio Sky and Jericho, and did a promo. Inner Circle jumped in, tried to beat him up. The Young Bucks came out and they gave them uh, gave Shattered Dreams to the Inner Circle. And that was the end of that. Don't know why they put that. But anyway, bang, getting back to the Scorpio Sky and Jericho. So during that match, they kind of promoted the Young Bucks versus Young Bucks. And Dustin Rowe versus the Inner Circle next week. Which will be Santana, Ortiz, and the Spanish Guard in a three, uh, six-man tag. But anyway, Scorpio started taking charge of, with drop kicks, And during the match, uh, he did an a H-crusher uh, for two kind on Jericho. Jericho called Scorpion and a lion tamer. He looked like he was gonna, he was gonna give up, but Scorpio went. and so the ropes, he reached through the ropes. Um, he did a dragon sleeper on Jericho. Then Jake Hager came out of nowhere and got on, got on the ring apron. There was no one supposed to be allowed outside of the ring, and the inner circle and the SCU, any of those guys. So when, Jer- um, when Hager came out, all of a sudden um, SCU came out. Which was Kazarian and Daniel and started beating up on Hager. Uh, and that's when the, um, um Jericho hit Coldbreaker on, on Scorpio Sky from the top rope because um I think Scorpio Sky dove from the top rope and got caught with the with the uh cold breaker. It was a two-count, he got out of it. To watch Hager and and the SCU guys were fighting outside. Uh Jericho grabbed the belt. And tried to hit um, Scorpio with it, but he missed it. Uh, and then um, he tried to hit the Judah effect on Scorpio. He missed that too. But somewhere in there, um, um, Scorpio Scott got caught again. And on the lion team, and he had to give up. And then, so Scorpio guy gave it all he can. The match was good. The match was great. There was a lot of high intensity two counts. I mean, he had me jumping off my seat because I thought Scorpius guy. Like, there were so many close three counts in that match. So many. Um, Scorpius guy showed me that he's the hottest. It's true with JR. He's the hottest wrestler right now. Young talent in there. That's. I mean, the fans were with him. He was so close last night, but he got caught with the lion tamer. Then Jericho decided that the, after, after the match. To attack Scorpio Sky afterwards and then all of a sudden uh, Moxley comes down the 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 stairs in the crowd and there was a stare down and that was the end of the of the show so pretty much guys as you can see that um, now the next challenger will be uh, John Moxley uh, what I like the way it ended um, it was that Moxley was coming down slowly down the stairs and and Jericho was just mocking him with the belt. Um, overall, this show could have been better. I don't know what happened last night. I can get, I can't push my finger on it, um, but it wasn't all that. Um, maybe because they figure, oh, we'll just do a, a, a show without no bill because they don't have another pay-per-view God knows when. Um, but at least some of the some of the matches uh, pretty much are leading to other stuff um, if I could go back to my notes here, uh, I know for a fact that next week uh, You'll have be because of the Lucha Brothers uh, Best friend match now, we're gonna have uh, Trent Barreta versus Phoenix next week That's one match already announced and then uh, I believe in the next uh, the other match like I said earlier will be the young bucks Dustin Rose versus the inner circle which will be Santana Ortiz and the Spanish guy, Sammy Guevara. So already those two matches are set up. Um, Overall, I mean, I haven't seen Riho in the last couple of weeks. What happened with the Brandy Rose and Awesome Khan chopping girls' hairs off? Um, So there's a lot, a lot of, they're building a lot of stories. Maybe they're just breaking down stories so then later on, put them all together. Uh, Like I said, the, the Butcher and the Blade with Ali, I don't know another tag team in there. I don't know how they're going to get. It. You still don't. You rarely uh, see Cape saving. You rarely see H2O. So there's a lot. Of, they're getting all these wrestlers. And they're not going to have enough time. They're going to end up having to pull a third hour. And I don't want them doing that. Because then you will over-saturate your talent. You over-expose your talent. You don't need that. What they need to do. Sign Chris Stanlander. Who is the, uh, the new female wrestler that came which i seen in House of Glory, she's very good. Sign her. You still got swole in there. Be um, recently, She she moved to Japan. She go back and forth. She's still with uh, Stardom. So it's, I don't know what's the deal with her. Is she gonna start feuding with Awesome con? So Brandy hasn't been seen for the last two weeks. It's a lot of talent, and you're you know right now the inner circle is the big thing. I don't like SCU feuding with inner circle. It, it doesn't make no sense. So it looks like the Inner Circle and the Jurassic Express are the ones right now, like going with the Inner Circle, even though the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks, Dustin Rose are also fearing But it's too many, too many groups, too many people, too many things going on. So last night, it it really, really starts to scare me. And I'm going to tell you why, because last night I think, okay, um, they beat NXT seven weeks in a row with exception last week. I'm sure this week NXT beat them because they had the uh, Tommaso Ciampa against Finn Balor, uh, which I haven't seen, which I'm probably going to see later on. Um, But then I'm saying you're oversaturating these feuds. Like the Park versus Omega, we've seen it twice. Okay, now I don't want to see it again. I don't. The Moxley Omega, I will see that again. But the Park versus Omega, now they tie 1-1. Unless you give me something with some, some, some stipulation with making more. Not that the matches are bad. I just the fact that if there's no stipulation involved, what are they fighting for? I don't know what. Even though there's a ranking system, but still. I just I was very disappointed with the show last night. The, with the exception of the, uh, the Lucha Bros and Breast Friends were pretty solid. But Lucha Bros were dominating most of that match. The Omega and Pac was pretty good. Could have been better. And the uh, Scorpio Sky and Jericho was the only one that had me hype. I mean, there was only three matches. Usually the shows are all good. The fact with Cody coming out wrestling in a job match against some guy named Matt Nick that I never heard of. Then to put that match and then add two other guys I never heard of, Butcher and The Blade, with Ali out of all people. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So, hopefully next week it will be better, more sense. Probably clean up all the little, you know, dust off around it, and maybe we'll get something. Anyway, guys, I thank you for listening to my podcast, um, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Uh, like Again, guys, I'm all over major platforms, iHeart, Google, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pandora. Um, I'm everywhere. Anchor, I'm everywhere. So, you guys, thank you for your support. Uh, I want to shout out to the, my Canadian fans. I, I noticed that I've been getting a lot of plays from Canada, from Canada um, a lot in Florida, a lot in, of course, my New York City fans, um, Jersey, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, even West Virginia. I mean, um, but my Canadian fans, I thank you, my. Uh, United Kingdom fans, I want to thank you guys also for supporting the podcast. But again, if you guys want to keep supporting the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and any major platform that you listen to your podcast. I also have a YouTube channel called the same, the child Slam Wrestling Report. I just put a video there Monday um, talking about the, I believe, it was the Jim Cornette racist comment, the Kelly Klein situation and uh, intercontinental belt that looks like very close resemblance to the progress world belt. Um, so you guys can check that out. Also in my podcast, in my audio podcast, if you guys wanna check out Monday's podcast where I spoke about the bullying that Corey Graves did to Ronaldo, you can check that out. Uh, I think I also speak about the Ring of Honor, the situation they're going through with Kelly Klein, the, what they're going through. So you could check other podcasts that I've done in my audio podcast, you can check it out and you know support the podcast. Once again, thank you guys for listening. And I'll definitely will see you on Monday when new uh more news. Um and um thank you for the support again. Again, happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. Uh whether it's here in the United States or in Canada, I don't know if Canada celebrates Thanksgiving today. But wherever you are, guys, I hope you're doing wonderful and God bless. And I'll see you guys on Monday.